This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oregon UCLA uh, tomorrow. The rain has set in. Could be a wet one. Uh, ESPN College Game Day, I'm sure, is prepared for that. Reese Davis. I do believe we have Reese Davis, the host of the show, uh, on with us now here on The Fan. Reese, can you read me? I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing well. Doing well. Excited to be here for the pre-sunrise show tomorrow morning. I always uh, we did one of these here in 2017 uh, or 18, I think, and uh, went to Washington State. And there's always something cool about starting the show before the sun comes up. And I'm not. <laughs> I'm not being. I'm not being cynical or sarcastic at all. I actually quite enjoy it. It gives a really cool look. Uh, when the students are out that early or actually, I think, at their age. At my age, it's early. At their age, it's late. <laughs> you know, so when, when they're out that late, it's always, it always creates a great atmosphere, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow morning. Can you feel a di- – like, we always say out here on the West Coast, it's just – it's different. And I'm not – like, there's such a passion down south for it. And out west, we say that we have a little better, you know, sensibility, but we try to be, you know, passionate too. Can you get a different feel for where you're at – can you feel the difference between a Big Ten and an SEC and when you're out west in the crowd and the vibe? I think you can get a different feel in each of those places. Um, you don't find many places the type of vitriolic uh, atmosphere that we had last week in Knoxville yeah. with uh, Alabama coming in for Tennessee. Now, part of that is you know that it's a rivalry in Tennessee. You hadn't won in 15 years. You know, and many of the games have been a beat down. So there was a real, um, almost a wild-eyed passion, you know, and desperation in wanting to win that game. I don't know that you find that many places outside the SEC. There are certainly exceptions from time to time. Uh, Michigan last year at Ohio, when Ohio State came in, they beat them and they stayed on the field for an hour singing. Is a notable exception to that. Certainly, that you know, nothing, uh, nothing was any more passionate than that day in Ann Arbor. But I do think that each region of the country has a distinct feel. And I would say that over my years of going to games and even dating to the years and uh, when I called Thursday night games and coming to Oregon to call a number of games over the years, 
that the intensity at Oregon is a little bit different from other places on the West Coast that I've been Mm -hmm. Um, because they do love football. They've had great success here. Um, The stadiums tend the stadium tends to hold in the noise uh, I guess hence the house of loud and you know there's an intimacy and uh you know they're kind of on top of you the fans and it's uh it's one of my favorite places to see a game and I think there's you know there certainly is a different vibe different places there in the south it's probably a little bit more um you know a little bit more part of the DNA part of the everyday life for most of the fans um, I've heard a couple of people say over the years that the importance of it in in some regions and most regions in the SEC is the best thing about it and can also be the worst thing about it, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of perspective or whatever. But, yeah, you can you can sense the difference in, in different places. How, how do you guys go about selecting the celebrity guest picker? It's, it's a little bit – it varies week to week. We try to get uh, – we try to – it's better, but not necessary if that person has a connection to the school. And one of the things I think that people sometimes misunderstand, there are a lot of people anxious to do this, but that doesn't mean that we get to pick and choose. We get turned down a lot. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's because it's, you can't put it on their schedule you know, six months in advance because you don't know where you're going to be. So you're asking people who are very busy, very accomplished people, who have tight schedules to do something basically on four or five days notice. Right. And that's, that's a tough thing. And a lot of them have, you know, busted tail to do it. And we're extraordinarily appreciative of that when they do. Um, but it's something that, you know, we, we shoot for, for big stars. We shoot for people who are important at the place where we are. And, you know, certainly that's the case with uh, Sabrina Unesco, who will be our guest speaker tomorrow. She's, you know, she is uh, not only a great WNBA player, but she's also really important um, on campus here at Oregon. People revere her here, and that's going to play well. And she's got a great personality, and we're looking forward to, to having her. But in terms of in terms of that, you know, you you do the best you can. Um, you know, for instance, we tried. It was great to have Peyton Manning last week. The first time we went to Tennessee, we tried for Dolly Parton. We actually <laughs> tried to get Dolly again. And uh, and she was open to it, but it just didn't work out. And oh, you know, we've had a had a number of uh, you know number of opportunities over the years to uh, where people have uh, you know wanted to do it but couldn't fit it in their schedule. And you know, you have to kind of scramble. The latest one, uh, and I'll leave you with this one, not leave for the interview before this subject. The latest we ever had, we had real difficulty in that classic Ohio State Michigan game in 2016. I think that was the right year. Um, of finding the picker, and we ended up pulling Orlando Pace off the sideline about literally right before the segment <laughs> because I don't remember all of the circumstances, but we had people cancel. Maybe somebody couldn't get in at the last minute, and Orlando just, yeah, sure, I'll do it, and he was even <laughs> Oh, my gosh. The, that's great, but I'm, the, the Dolly Parton one would have been epic. Like I, I, it's fun. When, that have been great? It's fun when you get someone at, you know attached to the school, but you know sometimes it's just like I, we don't call anyone out. But sometimes people just seem so uninterested. But to have someone like Dolly Parton and that kind of personality, <laughs> like I thought Katy Perry was one of the best people you ever had. I don't know if she knew anything about college football, but she wanted to be there. She wanted to be there and was engaging. And that to me are the ones that that always to me end up being memorable. That was uh, that was the year before I took over the show, so mm-hmm. I wasn't there with Katy, but. 
I think, um, you know, the ones that, that I remember, the Peyton was great yeah. last week. Matthew McConaughey was unbelievable <laughs> at Texas, yeah. I think, 2019. Ken Jeong showed up and yeah. did it at Michigan State for us, and he was, uh, he was great. Keegan-Michael Key's always really good, you know, big Penn State fan. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm such a I'm, – I'm delighted to have Sabrina, so don't misunderstand this, but um, I'm such a big fan of Ty Burrell and, and, and the Modern Family and really everything else he, he's done, the sketches, you know, and the old uh, Key and Peel skits and everything, that, you know, anytime you can get a guy like that who's a great entertainer but also has an affiliation and a love for the school, I mean, that, that's, that's a win. Uh, this is Reese Davis of ESPN College Game Day, Oregon, UCLA. Their show will be on there, um, out there at Autzen tomorrow. Um, I wanted to ask you, before we get to Oregon, UCLA, how you view this season. Um, you know, you're talking to a couple big NFL fans here, too, and the NFL has had an, a, a historic scoring drop. It's been kind of boring, shall I say, through the first six weeks. And on the flip side of that, it really seems like this college football season, for whatever reason, is just infinitely more exciting uh, we've been kind of talking about it over the last handful of weeks of what that might be. What do you think? Do you think that's true? And what do you attribute that to? Because it's just been a barn burner of a season so far, it seems. I think th- there are a number of things. Um, number one, I think the proliferation is going to really get down in the weeds of seven on seven. The pitch and catch at the college level is pretty elite. And I don't know that that the defenses are – uh, have quite caught up in that regard. So you've got that. Uh, you've got the pace at which some teams play, which most teams have caught up to. But every now and then you'll find a team that does it extraordinarily well, as Tennessee is this year. It create, you know, creates a lot of problems uh, for, for teams. Uh, you know, I think you've got a lot, uh, you know, a lot of the um, athletes play. You have, you have good athletes on defense uh, for sure but I think you you have the turnover and maybe you have younger guys on defense from time to time in college I, I couldn't really speak to you know I watch the NFL too but it's just so hard at that level because everybody's so technically sound mm-hmm. and you know it, it's almost like you have to find the right scheme in order to move the ball an inch I mean every game in the NFL seems like it's going to be you know, 20 to 16, 23 to 20, and some of the scores have been even lower than that this year. I don't necessarily find that boring because I like good defense too. But, you know, the the college game has, uh, you know, it just seems like the offenses are a little bit farther ahead of the defenses this year. And the definition, because of the pace of play, because of the rules, uh, a number of things, the definition of good defense um, has really changed. I think a defense like Georgia had last year, is sort of an aberration now. You have five first-round NFL picks on a defense, and, yeah, you can shut most people down. Um, but now it's, it's a little bit harder to do. Spit the ball out quickly. It's hard to, even if you have elite pass rushers, to really have the impact the game. So I think there are, uh, you know, there are just a number of factors there that sort of come together to make, you know, make, uh, make it more conducive to scoring in the college game. And it's just the players are better and bigger, faster, stronger in the NFL and more seasoned. And – what you have, I think you see a lot in college that you just don't see in the NFL, is you'll see assignment bust because these are still young guys still developing and learning. And these are complex defenses that they're running, and sometimes they bust coverage. You know? <laughs> and, and that just doesn't happen nearly as often in the NFL. Who's the best team in college football right now? I think it's Ohio State. I think they're the most complete. They don't have the best resume. That's Tennessee. 
I mean, Tennessee by far is the most accomplished team in terms of the old who did you play, who did you beat. But if but if Ohio State and Tennessee played last Saturday or this Saturday, I would pick Ohio State to win the game. Um, so I think they're probably the most complete team. They're much improved on defense. They've got an NFL quarterback. They've got you know at least three NFL receivers. Reminding me a little bit in that regard of the Alabama teams from you know like eighteen through twenty, where you know where they were rolling out where their you know number three receiver was a first round draft pick. You know that kind of thing. Ohio State's in that boat on offense right now, and their defense has improved. They have new defensive coordinator, so I would lean to them, but certainly. Georgia, Tennessee uh, are capable, and though Alabama is not playing Alabama-style football, uh, a lot sloppier than they have been in years past, they're still really talented, and I still think they have the best player in, uh, in Bryce Young and the best defensive player in Will Anderson. But they, you know, as a team, they haven't played their capabilities. But all those teams are certainly threats to Ohio State, maybe Clemson too, maybe Michigan. But I think Ohio State's the best team. It's funny how Cle- I was going to say Clemson. It's it's like we kind of forgot <laughs> years ago. Clemson, yeah, Clemson was the you know the the king of the castle, and it just kind of feels like they slipped off a couple years. Even though the offense is playing better, the defense never really faltered. But it, it kind of feels like we we're sleeping on Clemson a little bit, and they probably have the easiest path to the college football playoff as anybody. Uh, they do. Uh, they. It's um, and I don't mean to cast aspersions at the ACC, but there's not, uh, there aren't many roadblocks, and they've already passed a couple of them. I mean, Wake Forest is a dangerous offensive team. Sort of speaking to what you guys were talking about earlier, if you can get in a scoring match, which Clemson did with Wake Forest, and somehow they lived to tell about it, and they were very fortunate in that regard. NC State hasn't played up to its preseason hype, and they've already passed them. Florida State is improving rapidly, and Clemson just beat them on the road. So, you know, potentially um, they could play North Carolina in the ACC championship game, and North Carolina has been atrocious for the most part of the season on defense, but they might have the best quarterback in the ACC. And Drake May, if you guys follow college basketball at all, uh, Luke May, who is a terrific player at Carolina mm-hmm. basketball player, his younger brother Drake is a stud. I mean, he, he is a star. And um, he's he could make it really dangerous for them, but you're you're right in your assessment. There's uh, absent stepping on a rake and hitting themselves in the face. <laughs> uh, Clemson, Clemson should really should really finish the season undefeated. And I say that knowing full well that they play an undefeated Syracuse team, which a few times even against Clemson's really good teams over the years, uh, Dino Babers' team has has given them a real fit. Oh, well, we won't keep you much longer. But Oregon UCLA, what? I'm interested in your opinion on what makes UCLA different this year from the last few years under Chip Kelly. Well, first of all, they're mature. They're old. I think they've got 21 guys in grad school. And you say, well, what difference does that make? Well, they're 22, 23, 24 years old. They're not going to be too phased by surroundings. They've seen a lot. So, you know, ebb and, uh, ebb and flow of games, make a mistake, probably going to respond to that okay in a mature fashion. And, and Chip's teams, historically, whether at Oregon or even at UCLA, have done a pretty good job of that. Um, they're a little different, in my judgment, from the Oregon days because they're, they're not as fast. But, you know, he'll go multiple tight ends. They're still very physical in the running game, which you guys know from uh, watching, watching at Oregon over the years. I don't think they probably got quite enough credit for that. Um, but, you know, this is a, they're really uh, tough-minded 
Charbonnet's a really good back, and, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been with Chip forever, uh, you know, it seems like now, and has really blossomed, uh, you know, in his, his final season in Westwood. And I think that you know, he's become a very efficient quarterback, dangerous runner, taking care of the ball, high completion percentage, and you couple that with a with a strong running game. And, you know, that's I think that's what's helped them. I would say more than anything else, it's they ooze maturity right now and I think it makes them well suited to come in come into an environment which is going to be raucous and exciting on Saturday afternoon and I expect UCLA to play well well great stuff um great talking to you too thanks for being present and and uh giving us a a lot of time here I know you're busy so um appreciate that and enjoy uh Oregon thanks thanks for having me guys take care all right talk to you later that's Reese Davis of ESPN college game day Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.